Hello, my name is Colin Majak, and welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Wednesday, January 13th. Have you ever had a moment where you felt like God wasn't there? Like you've prayed and read your Bible and gone to church, and yet you can't seem to find God. As if God is playing some kind of divine game of hide and seek, and you're starting to get tired of seeking and seeking and seeking. Uh, I was in that spot a few months ago, and I didn't feel desperate per se, as much as just frustrated. So I went on a walk in my neighborhood to give God a prayer that sounded something like, God, I'm doing all the stuff. I'm doing the disciplines. I'm praying. I'm putting all this effort in. Heck, I'm a pastor. Look, Look at all this Jesus stuff I'm doing for you. Why aren't you speaking to me? Where are you? Have you ever prayed a prayer like that? And as those words kind of entered my mind, quickly my mind was filled with a picture. I was in my living room, semi-frantically running around as if I was tidying up before someone's arrival, you know, like getting the shoes in place, picking things off the table, so on. And then I would put my things down in one spot and then go pick up another task and then shout down the hall as if giving someone instructions. And as I did all of that, running from thing to thing in my own living room, Jesus was sitting at the center of the room, on the floor, watching me as I went about my tasks. And as I scrambled from thing to thing around the room, playing a proverbial whack-a-mole of sorts, I was practically stepping over Jesus to do the tasks I was working on. And yet there he was, sitting quietly and waiting in the middle of my mental living room. And then my mind turned to the familiar story of Mary and Martha in Luke 10. If you remember the story, Martha's cleaning and prepping dinner and running around to get everything ready for Jesus' arrival. The story says that she was, quote, distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Meanwhile, where's her sister Mary? She's not helping at all. She's not cleaning herself or the house up. She's not getting her act together. She's just sitting at Jesus' feet, hanging on every word just as she is. And so finally, Martha gets a little fed up. So she goes to Jesus and says, Lord, don't you care? And how many of us know that sentiment? Feeling like you're trying so, so hard and Jesus doesn't care. Don't you care how hard I'm working? Don't you care that I'm praying and seeking you? Don't you care? Fill in the words. Or in Martha's case, Don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. In other words, do something, Jesus. I'm doing all these things for you. Why aren't you doing anything? Yet, ironically, who is Martha doing all of this prep for? Jesus. And who is already in her living room? Jesus. So Jesus replies, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. One translation I like says, you are anxious and troubled by many things, but few things are required, indeed only one. Okay, so what is it? He says, Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Think of the irony. Martha is busy and running around prepping for Jesus, so much so that she is not listening to Jesus right in the middle of her living room. 
She's occupying herself with things that Jesus never asked her to do. And as I read the words of this story, it dawned on me that I am doing lots of things around Jesus, maybe even things that seem like they're for Jesus or spiritual in nature, but missing the person of Jesus right in front of me. Another way to put it is that it's possible to do a lot of things that seem to be serving Jesus, but not listening to Jesus much at all. To busy ourselves with things that feel like they're Jesus's priorities, but aren't even on his list. My problem was not that Jesus was far away and unavailable, but that like Martha, I'm distracted with things that look like Jesus's priorities, but actually cause me to miss him. I wonder for how many of us that, like Martha, we're distracted. Our attention is pulled and pushed in a hundred different directions. We're anxious and troubled by a hundred different things. And so we're desperately asking Jesus to show up, to work, and to meet us when he's been with us all along. And in his own gentle way, Jesus would remind us that only one thing is required. Imagine that. Imagine all the things you have on your mind and Jesus saying just one thing is required, just to sit and listen. That many of the conditions we've added on top of being ready for Jesus, a certain Bible reading plan, a type of prayer, a set of do's and don'ts, or a list of morality, are something that Jesus has never actually asked of us. Instead, he just wants to be with us, to be with us in our worries and anxieties our fears, and our wrestlings, to enter our home, so to speak, and to have us sit and listen. With that, I want to spend a few minutes doing a prayerful reading of this passage. It could be helpful to find a comfortable spot, maybe even with a journal open. Take a deep breath in and out. And right where you are, pray and invite the Spirit of Jesus to come dwell with you, to enter your home or your car. And as I read, put yourself into the place of Martha, imagining what it would be like to be preparing yourself for Jesus to come into your home. Luke 10, verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted. Take a moment and ask Jesus, Jesus, what has been pulling for my attention lately? Or with what am I distracted? goes on to say that Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. What ways have you felt like you had to prepare yourself or your life or maybe even get your act together before meeting with Jesus? Allow him to show you that. It goes on, she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. 
Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. Imagine Jesus looking at you with kindness and tenderness in his voice, saying your name. With all patience and gentleness, Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, or you are anxious and troubled. Ask Jesus to show you what you've been anxious about. What has worried and upset you? Sit with that for a moment. could be helpful even to list out the things that are making you anxious as we speak. And Jesus said, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are required, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Take a moment to sit with that. So much of what we worry about and preoccupy ourselves with can easily be taken away. And yet, moments spent with Jesus will not be. Jesus' presence will never be taken from us. As Jesus said to his own disciples, I am with you always. Or even as the psalmist wrote, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And so as you prepare to re-enter your day with all the tasks that are ahead of you, take a moment to ask, where is Jesus waiting for you? Or maybe what have you distracted yourself with? What are you worried about? And what might it look like to sit with Jesus and listen right as you are? In the words of Jesus, only one thing is required. Thank you for joining us. Would you go in peace and in the presence of Jesus?